Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Robins Rehab West podcast. My name is Travis Robbins, and today I'm here with Nick Horowski. We're going to talk about the most frequently asked questions that we get in our office about balance and preventing falls. So we get lots of questions about this. Uh, basically, that's what we do all day is answer questions about the human body. This is specific to falls and improving your balance. First question is, what is causing my loss of balance? So probably one of three main things are causing uh, loss of balance. Uh, so your vision. Your vision system is actually visual. Eyes are huge with your balance. Uh, the other one, the vestibular system. Uh, some people may have heard of this. This is like the canals uh, inside your inner ear there. Uh, they really help your body orient where it's at in space through like all different planes. And then the neuromuscular system and your your proprioception, which means your body's ability to sense where it is in space and use the have the have the nerves turn the muscles on appropriately at the right times. All right. And so kind of hard for people to evaluate that. Um, what are some ways that there are some signs that it might be one problem versus another? Uh, so this can be almost like going back to the podcast we did. Like if you want to listen, like on some of the special tests or like self tests that you can do at home, like, uh, Hey, are you, are you weak? Like, do you have trouble getting up and down, like from a chair, trouble going up and down stairs? And she's like, you're not really able to propel yourself, uh, well with that. Um, other things like if you notice like, all right, it's harder to see, or like you have trouble balancing when it's harder to see or uh, a little bit darker. Uh, it might be more like uh, related to your vision or if you just close your eyes. And then the vestibular system, like this is a lot of times, does, does the room feel like it's spinning a little bit? Do you just really feel dizzy a lot of times? All of those are uh, really the simplest ways to almost tease that out. All right. Next question. Why does it seem harder to balance as I get older? So this comes to... A lot of times I see of, of uh, use it or lose it, right? So if you're moving less and less, if you're just doing less and less, if you're not going out and being almost advent as adventurous, if you, if you will, uh, like going on some more unstable surfaces, uh, you just don't get to train these things. So you're not training necessarily like the visual centers. You're not training your muscles, your nerves, your eyes to be able to take all the input in and keep your balance where it should be. Yeah, I think as you get older, what's common, um, but not what you should do, but what is common is that you kind of narrow your activity level. Right? So we can take it everything down from, okay, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I used to play pickup basketball. And now, you know, I kind of don't, don't do that anymore. And then now as you're in your 40s and 50s, it's like, well, I, you know, I, I play golf a lot or I play tennis. And then as we get into our 60s, like, well, I don't really do that anymore. So um, because because of lots of different reasons. It could be because of pain or limitations um, or if you just don't like doing it anymore. But you tend to kind of, as you're older, you narrow your activities and that narrows the amount of movements that you do with your body, which it, hopefully it makes sense that if you're not doing some of those more athletic movements, then you tend to kind of lose your ability to maintain your balance. So uh, a constant kind of narrowing of the activity that you do can cause a decrease in that balance as you get older and, and, and a note on that Travis like you said pain like pain shouldn't be a limiting factor either so I mean if pain's the limiting factor I mean that's something else that we want to be checking out uh, just outside of balance as well yeah I mean unfortunately we see that a ton well you know I used to golf but now my back bothers me so 
if I don't golf, then my back actually is manageable. I don't have like terrible pain. I just have my normal amount of pain, which what Nick said is not okay. There's no normal amount of pain, uh, but it does tend to narrow your activity, unfortunately. So next question, uh, it's hard to keep my balance as I am moving around. Should I use a cane or walker? So the answer is uh, yes to start probably. That's, that's where I like to look at that is like, yes, for you to feel safe, that's the most important thing. Like if you don't feel safe in any way, you should absolutely be using some type of assistive device. Now, determining what that level would be, that's another important factor. Like jumping straight to a walker, uh, if you didn't use a cane, might be a whole lot because you don't want to use more than you need, right? And this might even look like um, training. So like doing some of the balance exercises that we have outlined like in our ultimate guide for balance is you might use the cane for a short term while you really start working on improving your balance, but as that improves, getting away from it. So again, not using more than you need for your balance because it's the same concept of that use it or lose it. The second you go to it and become completely reliant on it, you're going to need either that or that much more where you go from the cane, you have to progress to uh, from like what we call a single point cane to maybe a quad cane, like a bigger cane, or you have to go to uh, a, a walker with wheels or maybe a walker without wheels if you can't even propel that. So it really can add up to be a lot. Yeah, I think you want to go into the situation um, thinking that it's not going to be a long-term solution. So very similar to, let's say you're 50 and you have a knee procedure. Let's say um, you have a meniscus tear and you get a surgery and you might come into our office, you might be in an immobilizer, and you might have crutches. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to be using that knee brace, that immobilizer that freezes your knee, and it doesn't mean that you're going to be using crutches for the rest of your life when you come in for physical therapy. We do the things that help you increase your mobility and your strength and your balance, and then eventually you get rid of those devices. So I think some, for some reason, as people kind of get older and they have to start relying on some kind of assistive device, they're like, well... I'm just kind of stuck with this thing forever. I want to get into people's minds. And even if you're listening to this and you're not someone that has to use a cane or a walker, you probably know somebody that does that might be at home. And it's, it's definitely a safety issue. Like you want to use as little as possible. And some people do have to use a cane indefinitely or for certainly for long periods of time. But what we try to do in physical therapy is we try to move people away from that as much as possible because it kind of becomes like eyeglasses. So I don't have bad vision yet. I know as I get older that that's going to probably become an issue. But I know that people that I know that go into their doctor, very rarely do they go into their eye doctor and the eye doctor says, wow, your vision really improved. It looks like we need to decrease your prescription. No, every time you go in or nearly every time you go in, they have to increase that prescription because the lens is doing the job that the muscle in the eye should do. And you become more and more reliant on that. So if you start out with a cane and you're walking around with that and you're pretty stable there, if you continue to rely on that, there's a very good chance that you'll progress from cane to walker and then to wheelchair and then to bed, and then you can't even get out of bed. So um, that's kind of a, a drastic analogy, but we do want to try to focus on, yeah, we, we want that to be a short-term fix, not a long-term solution to what's going on, whether that be pain or balance or any other issues that are going on. So next question, can my balance improve even though I have been having balance problems for a really long time? So some people have had balance problems for decades. Um, is there an, a way that you can improve your balance, Nick? And pretty much like we were just talking about in this last question, yes, there's absolutely ways that you can uh, improve your balance. And there's, okay, determine what is it that's going on? Is it more visual? 
Is it more of your vestibular? Is it more of your neuromuscular and proprioceptive system there? So finding out which of those is, which one or all of those aren't up to snuff uh, and starting to address it. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's a simple answer on this one. Yes, there's actually quite a bit that you can do no matter how long you've had the deficits there uh, for your balance. You can always improve them because we just have to find uh, what that right level is for you to come in to start working on it. Yeah, like any other problem, uh, finding the cause is the most important thing, whether it's poor balance or back pain or shoulder pain. If you don't know what's causing it, then it's hard to address it effectively. So making sure that you find out what the cause is first and then addressing that specifically, um, it's very, very rare situation where someone comes in with a balance problem, we're not able to help them out. You know, we might not get you from, you know, being dependent on a wheelchair up to running a marathon, but you want to try to get the most out of your body while you have it and making sure that you're as independent as possible. And if you're having problems with balance and falls at home, that will very quickly take away your independence. Next is why is it harder to balance when my eyes are closed? Well, Really, the visual system is a lot of times one of the the most reliant systems um, for people that they they they're just absolutely uh, hey this is the only way I can balance using my eyes right so when you can't see as well whether it's poor light whether it's no light uh, you can be in some serious problems because the visual system really ties together with the rest of the body to be able to maintain your balance in a lot of situations. So is there any way that I can, okay, I, I realize that I'm relying on my vision a ton. Is there something that people can do to make sure that they're not relying on that visual system so much? Well, it's making sure, again, comes back to identifying really which of those systems are limited for you. So it might be that you have to train your visual system. You might have to train your vestibular system. You might have to train your neuromuscular system. Uh, but testing and finding the testing, like in our ultimate guides, like or other podcasts, if you want to go back and check some of those out, uh, where we go over some of this, because you want to be able to know which is the uh, biggest limiting factor so that you can now address it. Yeah, and in ways that we do that in the clinic would be to do exercises with your eyes closed. I mean, it might seem too simple to even work, but if you can stand with a uh, good balance on one leg with your eyes open, doing it with your eyes closed. In. Reliant on your visual system. So that's a handful of questions that we most commonly get. Uh, another resource that I want to uh, send you guys over to and what Nick has talked about already is our ultimate guides. So if you go to robinsptwest.com all of our ultimate guides for this specifically we're talking about the ultimate guide to uh, improving your balance and decreasing falls so it's a complete book about exercises stretches behavior modifications quizzes programs all sorts of videos and other audio um, resources that you can use to improve your balance learn about balance first improve your balance to make sure that you're not having falls at home anything else before we go nick uh, I think if you have questions on, well, any of these questions or hey, if you go check out the ultimate guide and you have questions on the tests on, on, on balance or falls in general uh, for you, for, for a loved one, like get in for a free screen, like let us uh, check it out, see if there's anything that we can uh, give any more insight for you really, because that's what we'd love to do is like get these questions answered and really try and help you out as best as possible. Yeah. So if you guys want to take advantage of that program, all you need to do is call 610-841-3555, and whoever answers the phone can set you up with a free screen. 30-minute appointment in any of our offices with one of our PTs, give you a complete evaluation and kind of put a plan together 
for the next steps and what you need to do to improve your balance and make sure that you're not someone who falls at home. All right, Nick, thanks for doing the podcast with me, and we'll talk to you guys soon.